Flying Casual is brought to you by Patreon supporters Jory Webb, Nate Edison, and Wes Anderson. May the force be with you. You're listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast. Here's your host, Michael Canterbury. Star Wars fans, Flying Casual is back for week night. 19. 19. A few days delayed, eh? Just a few. That's okay, though, right? Everyone, life happens. Am I right? Yeah. Sometimes the Empire finds you. Sometimes you gotta find a new base. Right? Yes. Wow. Guys, if you, if, if, you know, if you're joining us, which you obviously are because you're listening, Holly's not very animated tonight. <laughs> And I don't know what's going on, so we've got to we've got to get her excited. It's like she doesn't like Star Wars anymore. I'm getting a little worried. I'm losing a co-host. No, I love Star Wars. Okay, and we go away in for my two defense, days. And, yeah. In my defense, last weekend I was around somebody whose children had the flu. So Are you f- just I now telling me this? Maybe getting sick. Oh no. <laughs> Luke, Seth we're podcasting at your place. I mean, I'll shut this down right now and I'll come over. Uh, well, that's all right. I'll see you soon. Yeah, we'll shut her down. <laughs> um, I cannot believe that's happening. That's not good. Vitamins, vitamin C, water, sleep, all the essentials. Mm-hmm. Well, that explains a lot then, I guess. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to carry this conversation. No, actually, Luke's going to have to carry this conversation because <laughs> he's going to remember a lot more of what we have to talk to the, talk about today. And it was, so, folks, sorry we were away for a couple of days. Uh, like I said, life happens. Sometimes the Empire finds you and you have to escape. And, and that's what's happening right now. No, we're not being evicted. After I posted the little the, the Facebook post, I kind of realized that may sound like we're being evicted, which we're not. Time right? for a new studio. <laughs> Get out <laughs> now. Unwillingly. That is not the case. But uh, actually looking for a new home. Um, and so this weekend was really insane. Um, listed the house Saturday night. Sold it Sunday afternoon. Uh, hot market out there. Echo Base was hot with traffic. It's all about location. All about location. Location, location, location. And it's, when it's, you know, a ball of ice, people want it. It's desirable. It is. In it this is. world of climate change, we <laughs> they're, want our they're thinking ahead, right? Yeah, they're thinking ahead of, of what Echo Base might become. A um, subtruck tropical paradise <laughs> yeah it may turn into uh, scarif at some point who knows i mean that sucks it, yeah but it does it does i don't know if there's any polar bears though on hoth or colt whatever you want to call it uh, it's a family you got wampus. Wamp- yeah. yeah you got wampus though so uh but uh, so we are we're not being evicted we're actually uh and and are in contract now on a, on a new place uh, which has a new bigger better studio so uh did i you know just find the house for the studio maybe you know does the rest of the house matter no the studio is what's important um it's what's important to flying casual but so that so that's what's going on um the no we aren't being evicted i i, have to, I realized that that may have sounded like what we you know the empire and, and you know 
the sheriff's <laughs> outside the door beating down the door. Time um, for the auction. Time for, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's not what's happening. But we, we were a couple days delayed, and we apologize for that. But we are back, and we are um, in week 19 of Flying Casual. Um, Can you believe it? Can't believe it. Still talking about Star Wars. You know, as casual as, as it may sound, we're still talking about Star Wars. 19 weeks of Star Wars. That's a lot of Star Wars. So much Star Wars. Even when things are starting to dwindle down a little bit, but we still have really enjoyable comics coming out. Um, we have <laughs> news about a Colin Trevorrow Episode Nine script leaking. Um, really fascinating things happening uh, in the Star Wars universe right now. Um but we, we, we're also probably going to talk a little bit about the rise of Skywalker itself. We have a nice mm -hmm. yeah. um, nice message from we're Sarah. We're still getting your guys' reactions and responses. Yeah. Um, some of you guys have told us that you haven't even listened to our episode about Come the rise on. of Skywalker because it's taken you a while to get to go see it. <coughs> Luke. Yeah, Luke's one of those, and uh, he's on the podcast. <laughs> still hasn't listened to it. Uh, Luke, so I got to ask, I mean, that, there's a nice segue to it. Three weeks in a row, the question still stands, has Lucas Elder seen the rise of Skywalker more than once? This weekend, prior, I watched a feature film. Let's go. Starring Adam Driver. Oh, I'm going to say it was, it was not Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> marriage Story. Though, a no, great it was film. Story. I oh, watched uh, the report oh. on Amazon and uh, highly recommend it. It was really good. Uh, got to sit on the couch and watch that over two nights after the after the kids went to bed. Heck Wife yeah. was out too, so just me and Adam Driver, you know, hanging together. I like think that sounds night. like a lovely night. Now, I did think you were going for a Marriage Story there for a second, which is a great film as well. Yeah, it was very sad been, film. Yeah, I've been thinking of just going on an Adam Driver kick because <laughs> I only. <laughs> Over the past year, I've pretty much only watched Star Wars yeah, and nothing else. And there's like Adam Driver's in like 10 movies a year. So I could be pretty busy just watching those. He's a hot commodity right now. He is. Holy cow. Uh, Oscar worthy, if you ask me. We saw him at the Golden Globes. Yeah. He, yeah. He, I don't know. He seems like a cool guy. He does. Maybe he wants to hang out. Maybe we should call him. Maybe we should call him right now. That would be <laughs> wicked. Um, well, that, we're going to have to get Luke in the theater. You know, I, I, I should have just did a double feature last night. Went and saw 1917. Should have just backed it up with a Rise of Skywalker and just captured Luke and brought him. Kidnapped him. Snuck him into just the theater. sneak him right in. Well, I, I could have paid for him, but we also <laughs> could have, you know, been a little risky and just snuck in. But, mm. um, yeah, so we'll talk about the Rise of Skywalker a little bit. We have a nice message from Sarah who made some awesome points and, yep. and, and about the film. Um, but... You know, we've been talking about comics lately, and I want to continue that conversation. Uh, the Rise of Kylo Ren, issue number two, came out. Um, interesting issue. Wasn't the best of the two, um, but was there was some good stuff there. Um, so, so we 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 see we see Kylo talking to Snoke again, and Snoke manipulating him, and all sorts of stuff, and saying you need to change your name, and you're. You're never going to be Ben Solo, yada, yada, yada. Um, I don't know. Classic Snoke, right? But with a with a softer touch. Well, because he was talking to a child. 
he is talking to more so a child, right? Yeah. But really trying to take him under his wing as this, hey, like, I'm here for you, man. Like, mm. um, I'm, this is all about you. I'm here to help you. Luke, anything stick out there in that moment with Snoke? Uh, whatever the planet is that he's on, he said it was built to contain darkness, right? Um, not sure what they were doing there. Well, yeah, I think it, it was meant not necessarily to contain it, but to, to be purely in the light to keep yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. But the dark just kind of found its way in there, he alluded to there. I think uh, the comics are by far like the deepest and sweatiest stuff you can get. The, one of the things, that, like funny little things that stands out to me from the comic is there's a, a joke about uh, Han Solo's name just being made up, which is a connection back to... Yep. Uh, the solo movie, which tickled me because I didn't like that moment uh, in that movie when it when it first came out, but yeah. it's kind of grown on me over time. Yeah, and uh, so there's that funny little nod, and he mentions like how he never even met Kenobi, who he's named after, and thinks it's silly that he's named after this guy he doesn't know or never met. Yeah. Uh, so that, those are some funny little nods about his name. Uh, you know, you can draw those uh, those connections. You know those various points and that's something that people talk about all the time like i don't know how many times I, i've talked with people and, and you you two included and they're like Wait, why do they name him after ben like yeah lay and han don't seem to have that close a connection to kenobi like if anyone's gonna name their kid ben you think it would be would be uh luke but there's yeah. maybe a lot of about leia we don't know and maybe uh you know there's that clamoring for mm-hmm. a young leia to appear somewhere in a you know, movie or a TV show. So maybe, yeah. maybe they'll sneak a young Leia into the the Obi Wan series. I know I've I've gotten us really far afield already, but that would be really cool. Yeah. I would be so into having a young Leia in the Obi Wan. That would be cool. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I don't. He knows about her. Obviously, we know that from the certain point of view um, stories. He he's aware. Or Yoda is aware, and I would assume Obi Wan is aware um, of her whereabouts. You know, even after they're separated, it seems that he does. Um, yeah, that would be fascinating. I don't know. Um, it it kind of took me by surprise. Yeah, he, he brings up Obi Wan Kenobi. I was like, wait a second, I'm not. I don't understand. And now, yeah, you're totally right. It's Ben Kenobi. I was like, I didn't even make the connection there. I thought it was just strange. He's bringing up Obi Wan. <laughs> um, it what, what's, what's yeah, Snoke, Snoke wants him to, to like change his name because. That's a, his his given name is a is a weak yeah name and he, he hints that he has something that he wants to call himself that he's thought of for a while, um, which we obviously know yeah is Kylo, but uh, kind of reveals why he doesn't like his his uh, given name. Yep. There's a little bit more background on that. Yeah, it's it's and then we so so we he 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 wants to, he wants to 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 change his name and and. Snoke supporting that, and he brings up uh, the Knights of Ren, right? And he, he says, "I think I, I think I need to to meet them or, or or join them." I can't even recall what he said he needed to do. And we get a flashback, um, and the cover teases a confrontation, you know, with with Luke and Ben, and and it kind of seemed like that's where we were going in this issue. Um, and there is a confrontation, but but. Luke pretty much tells Ben to stand down. So they encounter the Knights of Ren. A lot of trash talking going on. Um, a very confident Luke Skywalker. Um, the Luke Skywalker, I think people, a lot of people wanted to see that they necessarily really haven't gotten to. But a lot of trash talking going on from Ren. 
um, very cocky guy, um, yields a red lightsaber, um, wears the helmet, whatever that is, the insignia on it. Um, and, and so Luke pretty much takes on all these these knights, right, um, and tells Ben to stand down and guard Lorsanteca. Lorsanteca is there. They're, they're hunting artifacts. Um, but I guess I skipped over a part where they're riding on the ship. That's an actual, actually a really important part, right? Yeah. They're riding in the ship. Lorsanteca and Luke are up front. Ben uh, Skywalker's in the Ben Skywalker. There I go, <laughs> referencing legends. Um, ben Solo's in the back, and Snoke is talking to him, right? He's saying how bored he is, and Luke won't let him do anything. Um, and it, this Luke Skywalker that we get introduced here really reminds me a lot of Legends Luke from, uh, like, The Fate of the Jedi, when he has his son, Ben Skywalker. He's very protective of his son, Ben Skywalker. And the things that Ben Solo was saying here in this moment about he never he doesn't let me do anything. I mean, yeah, it sounds like Anakin, but Luke kind of handled his son that way as well. Like he he knew he was powerful, but he didn't want him to get in trouble. He really protected him. He didn't want him to to be that aggressive. Um, and, and so we kind of see that here with Ben, and Ben just is, is so against it, doesn't like it, and you hear Snoke kind of reminding him of that like he's he's holding you back and and this and that but he's talking to him right he's on the ship and it's almost like they're having a conversation in their minds right holly am i am i yeah am i missing that yeah they're communicating Some, with each other right yeah luke are, 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 those aren't just thoughts right do we think snoke is actually like communicating with him on the ship yeah definitely i think it's it's a you know, uh, it's the fourth Skype we see in The Last Jedi to a lesser degree. They're not yeah. like seeing their physical shapes, but they're having these conversations just in their heads back and forth. And clearly they're trying to flush out the lines from Leia in The Force Awakens where she says, you know, Snoke got to got to our son and got to him early. And yeah. was in his ear, at, you know, influencing him from an early point is basically what she alludes to in The Force Awakens. And so now they're kind of flushing that out yeah. in these comics because he seems like, fairly young in there. I don't know, like a, a tweener, early teen yeah. in that part of the the issue with the flashback. And uh, so you can tell like somewhere along the way he had developed this relationship with Snoke like a long time ago and it was going for a while before his, you know, his fall and uh, his, um, you know, fallout with Luke that we see in The Last Jedi and see at the, the first issue of this comic series. So I think it's cool to see that. I think, at some point we would get a Snoke like novel as well, but maybe yeah. they're just going to stick with all these comics that are really exploring the whole Snoke, Kylo, Luke mm -hmm. triangle and how that, how that played out. So it was really interesting to see that they're, they're doing the four Skype thing. Yeah. I, oh, good. I was interested to see because in the first episode we learned that, Snoke and Luke had some sort of interactions and relationships. Like, they knew each other. Oh, yeah. And Kylo or Ben at that point was somehow involved in that. And now we can see in the second the second one that that relationship between Snoke and Ben goes back to when Ben, I'm guessing, I agree, Luke, he was probably a tween at mm -hmm. that point, maybe like 13. Yeah. Um. So even then... Snoke and Ben are acquainted with each other. So I just wonder like how far back that relationship even goes. And that's what I'm kind of disappointed that we aren't, and maybe we will in a novel or something like that, but we're not even going back to the time that they met, which might be a little too much for a comic book. It would definitely probably be better suited for a novel, but like 
are we going i mean luke has already confronted snoke right he says look what master luke did to you they've already confronted each other so there's a so much more story to tell before this but i think to really get into that it probably is going to have to be a more in-depth novel which let, let's do that i i, I want to know how he even got involved with snoke to begin with and, and and what is it that luke actually did to confront him about it and if palpatine did make snoke then like how did he did he just like appear as an yeah. adult snoke one day did he yeah. make him as a child and he mm -hmm. like planted him somewhere that history is I, so much more complicated now does anybody like, know? Has that been determined yet? Are there are multiple Snokes out there and they just pop up conveniently when necessary. I don't know. Oh, no, thanks. It's weird. Um, and so they, 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 he's talking to him. He's feeding him, you know, darkness, whatever he's doing. Um, but th this confrontation, I mean, Luke's just like, I want to handle myself. It's like, you're outnumbered. What do you know? He's like, I got this. Like, and, and, he, and he handles them, right? He handles the Knights pretty easily. Um, he and even it, points out that they're poorly trained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I'm not very good at, at, at summarizing these books or stories or movies or whatever. But I should disclose they're in a temple of some sort, too, where there's a bunch of Jedi ar uh, archives. Um, he even references Jocasta New. He said it looks like this makes Jocasta New's stash of, of whatever seem like child's play pretty much. Um, so there must be a bunch of archives and, and, and artifacts and stuff there and... and uh, um yeah the, so they're out seeking artifacts and Lor santeca has a part in that and i'm not exactly sure what that is yet but um so he he takes them all on right and and i think at the end it's it, one of the most surprising things is is um the wren the leader of the knights of wren takes his mask off and i don't know i don't know why i was just like i'm gonna know th who, who we're gonna know who this is or something and <laughs> it's just some general dude i think it was nick nolte <laughs> <laughs> it almost looked like an older ben solo right the hair was gray yeah, a little bit too yeah yeah he had the same facial features or whatever um but he he calls ben out really but he tells luke he's like I sense the darkness in the young one. And he's sitting there talking to me. He's like, hey, whenever you're looking for a different path, come find us. Um, so Luke doesn't destroy any of them. There's just this kind of, I'd call it a mild confrontation, but not the confrontation that we see on the cover of, of this issue, which was kind of strange, I thought. Also, but. it was kind of weird to me because the way that they're portrayed in this most recent trilogy mm -hmm. is they're just like out of control, like yeah. violent and maybe that's just because they're being led by Kylo Ren now, and yeah. he's leading them very differently than this guy was, yeah. Ren himself was. But I, I was just surprised that, like, what, I guess I just didn't understand necessarily what the point of that confrontation there was. If they just, like, came in, was it just to give him gonna, the way to communicate with him? They were going to take the, the artifacts, too, from the temple. Remember, they were coming there to take everything, just like Luke and them were. Right. I guess I just feel like they kind of backed down super easy, and they were like, okay, it's Jedi. Yeah, I mean, Luke definitely could handle them easily. I mean, he's force-pushing, slicing their their your, their staffs in half and stuff with his lightsaber. Um, what I found very interesting is I mean, he senses the dark side in him, right? He says, I, I sense the dark side in you, but you, you wield the force like a hammer, right? That he You handle the darkness like a hammer, and, and I'm like a, what did he say, a fine... Oh, he said blade. a blade. Blade, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And kind of whoops them, um, which was cool. But, yeah, I, I don't know. It was a very... Yeah. We, we, yeah. 
we touched on this last week when talking about the uh, the new uh, the new mainline series going in between Empire and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, we, I talked about how for those clamoring to really see Luke as a full Jedi Master, just yeah, really in control of battles using the Force. Uh, these comics really kind of scratch that itch. I know that yeah. you know is a complaint that certain people have about the Last Jedi that they didn't like a depressed in a way Luke after he went through, you know, the pain of, of losing Kylo and Kylo's fall. Yeah. They wanted to see just Luke owning everything. And so I understand that these, these comics do a really good job of, of, like I said, scratching that itch because I think the, the Knights of Ren fully wanted to just take him out, but they were no match for him whatsoever. Yeah. And the leader recognized that after, you know, Luke had his way with the sort of lesser Knights and another interesting line there that I think is really consistent with new canon Luke post return of the Jedi. Uh, he, he's a, averse to killing when he doesn't have to. Yeah. Uh, and he said before the fight started that they were going to walk out of there alive. Like yeah. the Knights of Ren were going to live through this, but they weren't going to defeat him. Yep. But he's like very explicit. I'm not going to kill you. Yep. That, that part really stood out to me. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he tells Ben to do the same. And they stand down, like we're. I'm going to handle this, and they're going to walk away with their lives. I also thought it was kind of interesting. Um, I don't remember what they, what exactly they said to Luke Skywalker, but then Ben Solo got really upset and defended him. He's like, "This is Master Luke Skywalker. <laughs> he did. is a legend. He's a legend. I know. I know." As annoyed he, as he is with him, yeah, he's just like, "You don't understand. Yeah. My uncle's a badass." So you see how far. Oh yeah. He, flipped oh absolutely the other direction yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting um and and so so that confrontation happens right or in, in, in the past we, we revisit that moment and then we're back to to present time and kylo seeks out that same temple where those artifacts were um because he tells he tells snoke yeah i think i i'm, I'm gonna find the knights of ren or i need to join them or, or whatever it is that he's looking for out of this and he says well go find them where you last saw them you confronted them once and he does he goes to the temple um and there lies the mask that ren wore and kylo or ben solo puts it on um and he's remembered immediately yeah ren like reaches out and he was like i was wondering when you would be looking for us. Yeah, it's almost like, how is he communicating with him there? Are they in the temple, or is he communicating through the object? Like, I, I don't know. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. I don't know. I don't know. So I, I expect much more out of, I think there's probably a couple more issues of this. but um, So there's some interesting stuff there. I don't know. Uh, didn't tell us too much, but uh, any, any, any additional thoughts? Luke, anything else on that issue? It was pretty straightforward, I thought. Yeah, I think the the first issue had a little bit more profound effect on yeah. the way that we see the movies after reading these, where it, it gave us a little bit more of the flashback from the Last Jedi to uh, the Luke's temple being destroyed, and we assume in the movie that Ben does it after Luke, after he sees Luke potentially striking him down. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was a huge reveal in that first issue, and it, yeah. it adds so much more to the to the Last Jedi to think when it shows that Ben wasn't the one who destroyed the temple that sort of happened to coincide at the same time that that occurred, but it wasn't him. Mm -hmm. uh, 
so I think the, you know, the most interesting thing when we're digging through these books and these comics uh, that are part of new canon, we always seek for how they tie back into the movies and into mm-hmm. the shows and everything. And to, to all that connective tissue is where we, you know, nerd out about. And so that was really amazing to see that kind of connection. This one was a bit lighter on sort of drawing those connections into the, the movies and stuff. But I think overall that this series might continue to help shape some of the way that we, we see the things in the, the last, Jedi and even Rise of Skywalker as we sort of get to understand more of Ben's transition to Kylo. So I, I'm I'm hopeful that it really adds something to what we see on the screen uh, for his transition. Yeah, definitely. And there's, but there's a lot of people out there too that I've, I've seen several articles saying I shouldn't have to read a Star Wars book to understand what's going on or what's happened in this story. <laughs> and well, I, I kind of get what they're saying, but it's, I mean, you know, no one's forcing you. If you don't want to read it, don't. Exactly, and you can just right? It, do it on the level of what you get through the movie. But if you want to yeah. dive deeper, here it is. Go for the dive. Like that that kind of stuff is always silly to me. Like, I don't want to have to. Well, then don't. Well, then don't. <laughs> yeah. It, but you, you're giving so many other storytellers opportunities to, to participate and expand upon the story when you do things the way they're doing it. Um, so I just, yeah, I kind of thought that was funny when I was seeing all that stuff. I was, okay, well, if you want to really get, you won't really get in deep with it then. I guess you'll just accept the movies for what they are and and things that you may not fully understand. And, okay, if you enjoyed it, that's awesome. But if you're if you're, something's missing and you're open to opening up a comic book, you should because there's really mm-hmm. fascinating stuff in there that, that adds to it. Um, something that I wanted to bring up about the comics that I keep thinking is really interesting is that I think something that everyone always wants to know, and that's why we're reading these comics, is like, so how did how did we get from Ben Solo to Kylo Ren? Yeah. And something that you're starting to see very slowly through these is how isolated Snoke is making him without mm-hmm. Ben realizing what's happening. And it's it's so easy for Snoke to do that. And he makes Ben believe that he is the only friend that he has left and Ben has to go to him. Yeah. He isolates him from his true friends. He isolates him from his family. Yeah. And you even see that when at the end of the second comic, his friends show up to try to stop him. Yeah. They don't have to put that in the comic if it wasn't going to be important. If these yeah. people were not important to the storyline, why even have them in there at all, you know? And if mm-hmm. they didn't truly care about him and what he was going through, then they wouldn't have followed him. They wouldn't have tracked him down. Yeah. So I just think, I think that's something that we kind of glaze over real quick, but I think that it's just going to be interesting to see how much more isolated Snoke can make Ben before he turns. Yeah. And I'll tell you something right now. That uh, Rise of Kylo Ren, like, mini series, I would freaking take that in a heartbeat. And I think I would want Ryan Johnson writing it and directing it because some of the most intense moments were Snoke and Kylo Ren's interactions. Do you mean like a live action or like oh, an animated? Oh yeah, give me a give me a de-aged uh, uh, freaking uh, Adam Driver. Adam Driver's never gonna come back to Star Wars. I know he's not <laughs> going to Holly, but this is my dream. I mean, I wish he would. But get, but hear me, like right, like you could get flashbacks of him, you know, having issues with his parents or with Uncle Luke in the temple. Things that I was really hoping we would see in the movie, but like a three part mini series of just like him, you know, from the time he, how he meets Snoke and, and 
how that relationship grows and, and what happens with Luke, what, what happens with Luke and, and Kylo. But some of my favorite moments in this new sequel trilogy are Snoke and Kylo's interactions. When he goes to his throne room and he says, take that ridiculous thing off. Or he just yells, Skywalker lives and hits him with a light. It's just so intense. And it's just, I, I think that would be great. And I would love for Ryan Johnson to do that and show me that entire relationship. Yeah, and how oh. it changes because you see him being like... I don't want to say gentle because, like, he's not being gentle. But he is, but, yeah. like, his relationship with Ben as a child yeah. is a complete 180 from his relationship as we see with Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Luke, would you be on board with a, with a Kylo Ren, Rise of Kylo Ren miniseries? I'm on board, but uh, you're going to have to keep on dreaming there. I think that's the way it's <laughs> on. I know. It's too bad. Oh, well, um something else about that the first issue that that kind of came out after the rise of skywalker was sort of released and none of us caught it um but i think it was charles soul who who revealed it after the fact but i don't know if you guys remember where snoke talks about he says uh if scott if i had skywalker by my side or something alluding to skywalker being by his side luke and that was a nod to, like, he's Palpatine. I, do you guys recall that moment where he said something about, like, Luke would have been stronger by his side or whatever than Ben ever could be? He says something like that towards the end of the last Snoke issue. Snoke says it? Yeah. Are you sure that's a nod to him being Palpatine? Or it is it a nod is. to that confrontation between Snoke and Luke? It's a No, it's, it's a nod to the throne room and him wanting to turn Luke in episode six. I guess I wouldn't have read that and been like, oh, that must be Palpatine. No, none of us did, though. And that's the thing. I and mean, after the fact, they said it. We even alluded to it in the comic, and no one caught it. Oh, so the writer... The writer uh, said it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. who that was. So yeah, the writer yeah. actually confirmed that he intentionally yes, put that in. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, which is great. Now it all kind of makes sense. Um, but I still need to understand the Snoke thing more. And, and are there multiple Snokes? Is it actually Palpatine? I assume it is. Um... But what happens with Luke? Gotta know. Because Luke, I, you would think Luke would have sensed it. If he confronted him, like, I've sensed this cold before, you know? Um, but apparently not. Or did he know? And that's, he, he knew all along, right? Leia said that. Did he not? Yeah. In The Rise okay. of Skywalker? Luke, am I forgetting that? Didn't someone mention that he knew, or knew Ray was a Palpatine? That's what he knew all along, right? Yeah, there was that discussion that they knew Ray was a Palpatine, but that's a great point. Like, yeah, would he have sensed something had he confronted yeah, Snoke would that would have been familiar to, to him? And maybe he, maybe he would have thought, yeah, like uh, he's being possessed by some remnant of yeah. Palpatine's spirit, and that's what I'm feeling. Or maybe just the dark side of the Force often feels similar no matter who's kind of harnessing it so yeah. he maybe he wouldn't have attributed it specifically to palpatine but just like well this is similar to a darkness i've encountered before yeah uh, so yeah hard to know like that that little shot i mean it's such a brief moment in the rise of skywalker with yeah. the the tank of snokes floating there and it it's it totally changes the way yeah that you read the rest of these comics and you go back and you watch Snoke in the force awakens and the last Jedi. And you're yeah. trying to just wrap your head around that. And it's one of those moments that, 
you know, JJ knew, I think was sending us all into a, like a, our, our heads just into a tailspin trying to, yeah to sort that out. And I think that just kind of tickles him that he can do that to people after like the two years of Snoke hysteria after the force awakens. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, he gets killed off in the, in last Jedi. And everyone's like, Oh, still don't know who this guy is. And then rather than give us much more of an explanation other than mm-hmm. he's some manipulation of Palpatine and, Oh, there might be multiple of him. <laughs> and that's like, yeah. like, okay, JJ, <laughs> you just keep messing with us. Yeah. As he does. And technically, I guess Snow could come back then, right? If there's multiple, could have uh, made an appearance again. I mean, Palpatine could come back. Yeah, who knows? Anything is Anyone possible. Anyone can come back. Um, it is not, yeah, anything's possible now. You know what I thought was interesting come also? On. In that comic, like, Luke couldn't sense that like Ben was even having any kind of communication with Snoke. Like, yeah. He, like, it's odd. Right. A I've, legend. I thought Can't that sense too. It. Yeah. Because he could sense it something in the last Jedi when Ray and Kylo were having those connections. I don't know if she could sense or if he could sense that so much. He But he knew through, something was up. Through the things that she said though. Yeah. You know, he can be saved, he's the last hope, this and that. She's like he's like, You're falling for a pretty set of eyes. And anyway, he but I don't know if he necessarily sensed them touching maybe though. I don't he know. didn't seem surprised yeah, by the I fact just, that they were capable of doing that. And I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting yeah. that like he was seemingly is completely oblivious mm-hmm. to oh, this going a, on. So many questions like that I have. Like about how did Luke not sense this? How is that? Yeah. No, absolutely. It's just like like that with, with, with this. if you confronted Snoke, you faced Palpatine. You faced that ultimate evil before. You know what it felt like. How how did you not pick up on that at all? I mean, but I guess that's maybe just another way that he feels like he failed Ben. Yeah. He didn't see it coming. Yeah. He didn't he didn't intervene soon enough. He didn't know. Yeah. I don't know. And would he if, if he knew if he knew Palpatine was back, would he ever have isolated himself on Octu? I don't know. Anybody? That's a good question. Luke, I, if, if Luke Skywalker knew that Darth Sidious was actually back, would he have still isolated himself? I want to say no, but that's that's a tough call to make because he might have thought he might have thought that if he stayed, res, you know, hidden and and out of the the main goings on of the galaxy, that that would help prevent. Uh, you know, Palpatine from rising. Cause like Snoke says, you know, the dark rises and the light to meet it. Maybe yeah. he thought if he sort of suppressed his light in terms of uh, like balancing the force in the universe, that it wouldn't allow Palpatine to rise in the darkness as much. If yeah, you could see him in the state that he's in after the fall of, of Ben, maybe thinking that way, but it's, if he really knew it was Palpatine, it'd be hard Hard to imagine him also thinking that that was going to help as well. So, yeah, to say, yeah, I just no one seemed that shocked that Palpatine was back. You know, right at the beginning of the film, just like yeah, cloning and shit. Like that, that's how he came back. And it's like, how is no one worried <laughs> that, that this dude's back? You know, Leia seems kind of you know not surprised by it, and and. I don't know. It just seems so casual, and I guess maybe if maybe Luke did know, he just knew that Palpatine couldn't come back in, in full form yet, 
And so, yeah, if he isolated himself, maybe the force would need to balance itself like that and allow Palpatine to fully return, uh, so to speak. So, yeah, that I don't know. It's weird. I'm going to be thinking about this for a long time. I don't know if this comic's going to answer any of it for me, but... Maybe it'll just give you more questions. Yeah, and, and that's a lot of what this trilogy has been, is questions, to be honest, uh, which kind of stinks to a certain extent, but it's exciting to podcast about. Um, and speaking of the rise of Skywalker, um, <laughs> it's been revealed lately that, that a, that a Colin Trevorrow initial script, like a 2016 episode nine script has been leaked and in the past couple of days, that script, it's been confirmed that that is in fact a real script written by Colin Trevorrow. I don't know how I feel about it being. Did Colin reveal it himself, or did some? I, I, you know, you always have those questions. Like there's, there's issues with the rise of Skywalker. Some people are saying they have issues with it, and then, and then maybe someone says, well, you know what? There's, there was a better option out there, from a certain point of view. Mm-hmm. You know, some may think it was a better option, but I, I find it fascinating that this is coming out. We never saw any, you know, uh, alternate, you know. Uh, scripts from prior episodes, right? Um, we didn't see alternate scripts from Rogue One, nothing like that. It just seems kind of odd that this is happening. Um, I guess it's not that surprising. There's leaks everywhere. I mean, half of actually the entire movie was known to a lot of people months prior to its release. So who knows? Um, but but Holly, you you have an article pulled up, right? Yep. Do do you happen to have the crawl, the beginning uh... crawl? Is that anywhere in the article? Yeah. Can can you just read that? Okay. So I can hear kind of what's going on in Colin Trevorrow's mind in episode nine. Okay. The iron grip of the First Order has spread to the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Only a few scattered planets remain unoccupied. Traitorous acts are punishable by death. Determined to suffocate a growing unrest, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren has silenced all communication between neighboring systems. Led by General Leia Organa, the Resistance has planned a secret mission to prevent their annihilation and forge a path to mm. freedom. I like the the Organa. Very southern of you. <laughs> Very southern of Holly. Is that how you say it in Maine? Is that how the Maine folks say it? Organa. Mm. I I don't. Yeah, I, I am I am a Maine folk, and I just said it as Organa. So, yes, the answer is yes. Perfect. Any of our other Maine listeners out there, let us know. You say Organa or Organa. Um, no, I was just poking fun there, Holly. So, so the, the the circumstances aren't that different in the beginning, right? I mean, the the the, the resistance is diminished, and, and the First Order is trying to smother it out. Um, but so, some, some bigger key points are Kylo Ren's kind of out doing his own thing on Mustafar, right? Um, he He's Invader's Castle. I think some of the, the leaks said that he was battling Force Ghosts with Luke or he's being haunted by Luke's Force Ghosts um, and even battling Vader at one point, um, kind of like Luke did in the cave on Dagobah. Um, and ultimately in this script, Kylo Ren remains evil and dies evil. As he should have. <sighs> From a certain point of view. Um, but yeah. the, the big one is there's no Palpatine. There's no Palpatine. Palpatine is not in this script at all. They only reference a, a hologram or something that Ben finds what says. Well, his Sith 
Yeah, his Sith master, his yeah. Sith teacher, which is interesting too. Or are they saying that, or that, that it's not Plagueis, whoever it was they mentioned, wasn't Plagueis? Uh, no, it was Torvalum. Torvalum. So maybe an ancient teacher or something that 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 uh, Palpatine continued to study um, after Plagueis and, and and all that. Um, so no no Palpatine. Um, so Ray's not a Palpatine. Ray isn't a Palpatine. She's nobody. She's a nobody. In this script, uh, Kylo actually killed her parents. Um, which, which is, is weird. Yeah. The well, timing doesn't really work for me. I, it could have just been, you know, I don't know, a raid or something that he did. or so, I, I don't know. I don't know. But apparently her parents were out around when he became Kylo Ren, and he must have destroyed him in a village or who knows. Um, and, and Rose... Is is a big character, a character with one. Finn. I kind of expected those two to out be out doing things together, and and they are, and they go to Coruscant, and and um, which is pretty interesting that they're tying in Coruscant, which I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else, Holly? Is there anything else in there that uh, they say Leia? I mean, and also you got to disclose that this script was, if the date is accurate, was. I don't know, a while before Carrie Fisher's passing. So they probably had a lot more of her written into mm-hmm. the story than, you know, they w- eventually would have. Uh, they bring back Broom Boy because um, uh. Uh, Finn and Rose would mm-hmm. have gone out and kind of got a group of Force-sensitive yeah. children together. That's interesting. you think that would be Ray. I like but, that. Yeah, but yeah I that's like cool. It. Well, so then I wonder if, if they were still going to allude to Finn being force sensitive in this movie, if he's the one not. out, I, I, d- I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What else? What What else do we got going on in that universe? Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to pull it out of phrasing. <laughs> yeah, phrasing of any of the big paragraphs. I think those are. I mean, ultimately, I think those are just the big points. It, there's not a lot of information on any of the articles that I read, and I wasn't yeah. going to listen to that. Well, it culminates in a big battle at the end with Ray and, and, and Kylo, Kylo. And, and she's supported by Yoda and Luke and Obi-Wan, I believe, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of interesting um, as Force Ghosts, and they extinguish, I think, yeah, Kylo Ren is what they said. Um, so no redemption there. Luke, when you hear these the, the, these plots and this story, I mean, is this... Is this something that you were hoping to see? Anything like this sticking out to you? I mean, no Kylo Ren redemption, uh, no Palpatine. It would have been quite the quite the different story. Ooh, we lost Luke. Oh no! Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm there back. he is. I'm back. <laughs> uh, there was some uh, there was some dog rumblings I was trying to mute for a little bit ago. So. Uh, I was talking to Holly about this a little bit earlier today, and it's so hard. Thanks for the invite, guys. Jeez. (laughs) I just happened to be stopping by your desk. Next time, invite me. You know? Yeah. There's this little impromptu deal. But I was saying, like, it's so hard to to take what you see on, you know, this – these script notes or this outline. Yeah. And the the gap between that and what an actual movie turns out to be – yeah, is immense, and so like I think I think some of the uh, some of the ideas are really interesting. And I think it could have worked. This introduction of this new kind of uber Sith, um, like master queen bee of the 
the Sith because yeah, we yeah. know we know Plagueis as mm-hmm. Palpatine's master, but then it introduces this other um Torvalum who seems to be like maybe he just spans all of the Sith, like all the Sith go to this creature yeah. for guidance in the Sith ways, and he's not necessarily one of the rule of two. Yeah. That's an interesting idea if I'm understanding that correctly. And I bet you would have a lot of people out there saying, you know, this is dumb. It, it totally wipes out the importance of Pelagus or, you know, you know, yeah. there's going to be people like that. No, I think no matter what direction they went, you know, it's, it's, it's intriguing stuff to me. The one thing as we, as this comes out and we're discussing it and, and digesting it, what I wonder is, was there something about this outline, this script that got him fired that they just didn't yeah. like the direction it was going? Or was it something more personal than that? Once they started working with him on a personal level, yeah, uh, did they think it wasn't working out uh, on that level? Per, like just personalities clashing, not, not, you know, good dynamic. And that's why they let him go. Or was it, was it this story? Was they they're not happy with this story? Yeah, they only cite creative differences for him leaving. And because, I mean, there's some things, I mean, they go to Mortis at the end of this mm-hmm. thing, you know, which, I mean, that's a that's some really deep, like, Clone Wars, like, lore that a lot of which is pretty out there and doesn't make sense um to to a lot of a lot of people myself included like it takes you a while to wrap your mind around it because it's so far out there from even like star wars as we know it which is kind of silly to say because star wars is kind of out there itself um but to go to mortis like i mean was there going to be a mortis dagger then like is that was that originally the idea and they've kind of manipulated that or um that, we have seen... that makes sense to me that maybe that's that's what caused the fallout because yeah maybe they thought it wouldn't play well with the mass audience because there's the audience that we represent that's deep into all that stuff and would get some of that stuff on that level yeah but then you know kathleen kennedy or bob Iger, i'm looking at it and thinking this is too deep in the weeds for the mass audience so we gotta go a different direction yeah and that's the thing. So you have a lot of people now after reading this, they're like, that's kind of, it's really fascinating too, because it's also coming from a lot of people that actually enjoyed the rise of Skywalker and what it was. But some people saying this actually ties what at least the big plot points tie a little more into the last Jedi. Um, right. Like, like, Kylo's so pissed off because he, he's going to Moose Far now to probably try to even gain more knowledge and power because he's pissed off that he just got embarrassed. Like it just seems to tie more into to uh, that story and 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 the one thing I didn't understand in, in this script is Ray says that she still sees she still has hope for him turning, which I was like that to me that doesn't flow from the Last Jedi because in my mind they were done like mm-hmm. that was never going to be a thing. Um, but this script says that she still thought there was good in him and that he could be turned, whatever. Um, but you have some people saying like, this makes a little more sense, but then others, you know, like Luke said, saying that's a little too inside baseball for, for a big feature film. Um, but that kind of stuff seems to be working in like the Mandalorian, which I think, you know, they're going full force on, right? You got the dark saber now and you got, <clears throat> Really sweaty stuff about the sclo- the the Sclone Wars. Oh, that's a new one. The Clone Wars. Um, 
so they're going in that direction with with the Mandalorian. Are we just not expecting? I mean, there's not obviously that's not a big feature film, but still a huge, massive audience, right? Like, I don't know. I, I so I I find it hard to believe that it would be too too sweaty for a film like that if we're doing that in something on that's on Disney Plus that probably even more people have access to. I don't know. I also wonder, like, though, since we're talking about this and kind of saying, like, oh well, where could this story have gone? I, it makes me wonder, like, what JJ's, like, what the beginning outline of JJ's mm-hmm. film ideas were, because yeah. I imagine that they were also vastly different from the outcome, kind of like Luke said, you know? Yeah. It's just like you start writing these ideas out. Well, what mm-hmm. if, what if, what if? Yeah. So I don't know. Well, and that's the thing, like, it, not seeing The Rise of Skywalker, I probably would have read this and be like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Like, Ben Solo or Kylo Ren remains evil and this crap happens and yada, yada, yada. But now that I think about it, I'm like, I never would have got that Han Solo return moment. Yeah. So there I were a lot of. I never would have had that, that memory moment. Yeah. There were a lot of know? things in this leaked script that I would have liked to have seen in yeah. The Rise of Skywalker. But then there are a lot of things that happened in The Rise of Skywalker that yeah. wouldn't have happened in here. And I'm happy with yeah. the way that it was written into the movie that yeah. we got. So I never would have broken down at that moment. We didn't get Babu Frick in this. We no mention of Babu Frick. How the hell uh-huh. was that not a thing from the beginning? Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, it's just what what is the yeah. one one thing I missed, I've only read like one article talking about this. I don't know if either of you saw what does it say or what's out there about how it how this version of the story utilized Leia or what her her main impact was. Did, have we seen anything that kind of mentions it? It, 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 it? With the articles I read, it made it sound like she was more involved, but a lot of this was written before she passed, too, so the expectation is she would be in more of the movie. Yeah. Um, the but, Collider uh, article mm-hmm. that I was looking at didn't mention Leia once. Yeah, which is odd yeah. because, because originally she was. this was supposed to be kind of her film, right? Yeah, and I don't think when I look at what happens in the Rise of Skywalker around Leia, I don't think the way that the character is used to impact the overall plot and outcome of the story would have been any different had Carrie been alive. They could have shot it differently. Yeah. Had Carrie still been alive and, and done it in a slightly different way. But I think ultimately JJ would have utilized the character the same way no matter what and really i mean she's there still as a resistance leader guiding the resistance so that would have been there probably would have been a lot more of that had they she's still been alive and been able to shoot new footage and not had to do all the tricky things that they did yeah but i think the the biggest thing she does is to help turn kylo and that's one of the Mm -hmm. yeah you know that the turning point from like the second act to the third act of the film Mm -hmm. and yeah, I think regardless, that's the way she would have been used for by JJ. Um, but if this story didn't have Kylo redeemed, yeah, what is what is Leia's big moment yeah. in in this version of the Rise of Skywalker? Maybe maybe that's why Trevara was let go. That he didn't have a big enough moment for her, and it was supposed to be all right. We dealt with Han and the Force Awakens. Yeah. His big moment. We've had Luke's big moment in the last jedi it's time for leia's big moment and maybe trevorrow wasn't just wasn't coming up with that and they're like that's got to be there that's a key element of this you're out yeah 
Yeah, but the, uh, Ben Solo Redemption could have been what's been driving this trilogy the whole time. And the way The Last Jedi ended, he didn't see it going that way. And and maybe the Skywalkers, you know, fall in darkness. And that's just, I think that's kind of interesting. Though. I do too. You I know? think I've been on board for something like that since the, I've, you know. Yeah. But something else that's interesting Come on. when I'm reading through this, what was actually in that leaked script. Um, it says that Finn leads an uprising of defecting stormtroopers in a ground Ooh. battle in the streets of Coruscant. So yeah. I think that that's kind of cool because, like, Finn kind of had that moment with um, Jaina. Jaina. Yep. On uh, when they met, but they talked about how they both kind of defected. Yeah. And then she had other stormtroopers who were with her that def are, yeah. you know, from the Empire who defected. But we don't really get to go back and see Finn, like, mm -hmm. do it again. Yeah. And I like I like that a lot because what I've liked that the novels have done about the Empire is I, I've I've referred to it as as humanizing the Empire. Mm -hmm. I think the novels have done a great job of showing you things from their perspective and people who are just they're just living and that's like a job for them and, and it's not necessarily what they want but like that's what provides um, and to see others turn and say I'm not. This I can't do this. It's not an excuse anymore. Yeah, like I, I kind of like that that a feature film would show us that, and I don't think we've really gotten a lot of that. Um, so that I would be all for that. I would be all for that. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's it's interesting to think about it um, because a lot of what they were talking about there, like, was the direction I thought this was going. But then some of my favorite moments are yeah. the the Ben Solo redemption. I never thought I would say that. But I do think it's still fascinating for the Skywalkers to fall in darkness. And that's just it. And that their legacy will be carried from another that isn't necessarily, you know, part of the bloodline. Mm -hmm. um, and I just think Adam Driver would have freaking killed some Anakin Skywalker-like scene on Mustafar, you know, falling in darkness and, and passing in darkness and confronting those that have, in his mind, turned on him. I kind of, th I mean, that would have been a very similar, you know, ending as as episode three. But seeing Adam Driver in some of these very serious roles that, like, like Marriage Story when he flips out, like, just, I don't know. I, I, I Hayden Christensen did a great job in, in that kind of moment. Mm -hmm. I think Adam Driver would have done something even, even more spectacular. Adam Driver is, like, a very believable actor. Yeah. When he starts having those, like, emotional moments on screen. Yeah. Like, you just feel like they're all real to him. Absolutely. So I think that's how he played that role so well. But I think that if he had been given the opportunity to have that Anakin, yeah. like, scenario play out, I just think that, I mean, it would have had the same effect on us. It would have mm -hmm. been, like, this is very emotional, but also, like, there he goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I think Luke's right. I think, I think the one key element that Lucasfilm had this entire time was that this young Skywalker was going to be redeemed in the end. Everything else, write what you want, but, like, that's going to get, we're going to get to that point, and, and Colin must not have thought that that was the way it should go, and ultimately, he didn't get it. Um, but some of my favorite moments, I, and I could, cannot believe it, it's just the way they executed those moments was his redemption um, and his father and his mother, and the way they did that was just beautiful. Um so I know Luke's just like, guys, I don't even remember the movie. 
<laughs> I gotta see it again. That was like a <laughs> month ago now. Um, <clears throat> but someone else saw this it thing comes out yep. on home video. I'm just gonna watch it for like two yeah. weeks straight. Absolutely, just over and over night. again. Absolutely. Um, someone else saw the movie. Holly, one of our listeners, Sarah. Yeah, and Sarah was a listener back in the Rebel Watch. Let's days. go. So she she remembers the psychopathy. She does. She does. Um, Man. But yeah, she had some feelings about the rise of Skywalker. She was yeah. a little bit late to um, watch it, so she was delayed yeah. on listening to our episode. But she yeah, sent us okay. a message, and she was like, I finally saw it. I'm going <laughs> to listen to your guys' episode, yeah. and then I'm going to let you know what I thought. Absolutely. So let's let's see what Sarah has to say, because I thought she had... Uh, I feel like Sarah and I, have a, we see eye to eye on mm. a lot of stuff. Yeah, I feel that way, too. Yeah. So she said... I haven't finished listening to, I'm assuming she wrote this while she was yeah. listening to our podcast. Yeah. I haven't finished listening yet, but about the Ray Locus, I loved it and yet I feel somewhat conflicted by it. Confession. I am more of a Finn Ray shipper simply because of The Force Awakens. Kylo Ren was a phenomenal villain story, villain story wise, but person wise, eh, until the end. I'm an English major and one of the basic lessons I learned at school was that in order to go down the ultimate path of evil you can either do two things you can kill your father or perform perform incest which Ooh. this yeah. is seen in quite a bit of literature over the centuries and sure enough it ends badly when kylo ren murders han i knew that he would die in the last film in the sequel trilogy yeah but until the final 40 minutes of the film where we get ben repenting for what he did in the most badass way i kept on thinking why are people shipping this yeah. Is it the hero villain trope? Is it just because they touched hands? Yeah. Some force connection. Of course, the force yeah. is connected to romance. I will shed light on it later. Mm. But like, what is this? Raylo is the most popular ship, and I feared that the directors and storytellers would make it canon in a certain unhealthy way. Spoiler alert, they don't. Ben resurrects Ray with his own life, which is more selfless and courageous than I could have ever wanted. Then they kiss, and golly, it's such a wonderful moment, but then Ben dies right after. Yeah. Right after. Yeah. So why add it? Yeah. I saw it as being a checklist thing. Our ship population is 85% Raylo, so let's make that canon and slap a kiss in there. Yeah. It would make much more sense if they just hugged, which we have said before. Yeah, yeah. Because hugs can mean anything. Or if we wanted something better and a more romantic or intimate, maybe a forehead touch, that hey. would have been much more stabilizing than an adrenaline rush kiss because Ben just brought Ray back. That in itself is pretty stressful and a huge moment. Mm -hmm. I could see Ben becoming smitten with Ray at some point during the story, but Ray a little bit less. When would these feelings have emerged? Yeah. I mean, it would have had to have been when they were having those connections, but yeah. it's not real, which we've also talked about. Uh, yeah. She witnessed him murdering his father. There are numerous battles between. Heck, he nearly makes her cry in Snoke's chambers. Yeah. Your parents sold you for drinking money. As yep. a woman, I can say that was a bad move. Yep. All we see throughout the film is that Rey is compassionate and grateful to her companions and longs for her family and to find out her origins, but never a moment where she's like, am I in love with Ben Solo? And to yeah. top it off, as I predicted, Ben dies right after the kiss. Yeah. The creator said, well, that should satisfy the shippers, and then let's kill him off. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that just destabilize Ray, or would we see her grieve or something? But no, she's at peace and honors Luke and Leia more. Does this mean the kiss was all adrenaline based? Who knows? Yeah. Sorry if it sounds like I'm ranting. It's just an analysis and Instagram said the messages were much too long. Yeah. 
No, it's it that is one of one of my biggest issues with the movie is that moment and even uh Chris Terrio, I think the other writer on episode 9, he's alluded to the kiss in in in, in discussions after the the movie and saying it was more of a I don't even know how he said a brother sister thing, but he made it sound oh, like yeah. it wasn't an intimate thing. But then why make it a, why make it the way it was? Yeah, have them hug or something because a kiss is intimate. I don't know how you're saying it's not. Um, so Luke, you've seen the movie once, but I mean, how are you, how are you still feeling about that moment with 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 the two of them? Are you seeing what Sarah says? Or was it? Were you just kind of like, huh? Like, or, or were you just, you just kind of understand what the hell's going on? Yeah, my thoughts are, you know, progressing and changing as I, even as I'm listening to Sarah's thoughts. And one thing that comes to mind is, you know, they clearly, we've talked about this. They have this deep connection uh, and that we've seen through The Last Jedi. And they both had sort of high hopes for each other. You know, Ray thought she could turn Ben and Ben thought, he, he could go the Anakin Padme route, yeah. you know, take my hand and we'll rule the galaxy together and we'll make a new world yeah. that a new way, you know, not Sith or not Jedi, just what we want to do, what we think is best. And so they, they have this deep connection. I think that kiss is like, we know this is our final moment together. And this sort of acknowledgement that they have a deep connection and like, you know, if only, circumstances have been different if only the galaxy was a less less wild and crazy place less hectic place and we had yeah. had met at Dex, dax's diner for a couple <laughs> jawa juice you know, randomly, we would have had no a nice romance a nice <sighs> just uh um i'm gonna start singing like the beatles oh blood d oh blood uh, but that's what that's where i'm kind of taking it now like if only you know things yeah. would work out differently we, we could have been a thing. Here's looking at you, kid. Yeah. Uh, kiss goodnight. Yeah. It, it's got a Rogue One kind of end to it as well, right? You know, you mm -hmm. kind of want Jen and, and Cassie in there and that to, to, to for things to work out. Um, they had a little, I think, a little more of a connection. Than, oh, you mean than, they weren't? manipulating each yeah. other and knocked being out emotionally kidnapped abusive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no okay. yeah no Just I had to clarify I could <laughs> not agree more with you that I did not I did not uh, first of all I didn't know what a ship was I mean, people were saying ship back then like I didn't know what the hell they were talking Wait, about I'm actually not 100% sure that I still understand it's just like you're shipping you're, you, a, you two want people them getting to together. Be together yeah okay you're joking with me right no I'm not are you sure? It, that's like a thing from Tumblr, and I don't get Tumblr. on there. Tumblr, that's still a thing. Uh, yeah, it is. Jesus. Um, I, well, yeah. So I didn't even know what that meant, but then, like, I, I just never saw that. None of mm -mm. that because I, 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 my mindset's where you are. Like, that's not. It's just in my mind it's not feasible it's just unhealthy like why well, would you want to be with that person after all of that but yeah, i don't could, know we could. i could talk all day about Raylo. yeah yeah unfortunately yeah i i just like hearing everybody's own analysis about the story from like their perspective i'm i didn't study english in college and yeah. so like Sarah's perspective, she picked up on things differently or more quickly than I did. Yeah. You know, 
And so I just think that it's interesting everybody else's experiences, yeah. how they interpret things that happen in these movies so differently and come out with a different feeling yeah. than I did. I think it's yeah. really fascinating to hear that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it makes me want to see The Rise of Skywalker again, to be <laughs> honest. Time number three. Time number three. Yeah, and haven't even seen it a third time. So. Got to call Tom. I know. I need to hit up Tom, see what he's doing, too. I need to hit up Luke, see what he was doing. I mean, Jesus, guys. Um but yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's interesting that that Sarah sent us that message, and then you have the the leak of the trans or the the script for for Colin Trevorrow. See how different um, it was, and it didn't go that way. It didn't go that way, and it's it, it still kind of blows my mind though that Disney let a kiss happen at the end of that. It just kind of blows my mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah, anyway, anyway, uh, what, uh, anything else on, on that topic? I mean, is that all Sarah had to say on that? Yeah. Yeah. That so was, I thought that was a really good and a different perspective to put on that. Yeah, that, that was awesome, Sarah. And feel free to send an email next time, Sarah. We don't want you to get cut off in your message. We want Leave you to a say voicemail. as much as you need. Um, cause that was well said, well spoken. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't agree more with, with a lot of that. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, we're going to continue these comic books. We're going to continue these discussions. We're going to go see the rise of Skywalker again. Um, Holly, you've abandoned your clone wars watch, right? I mean, okay. you're just watching rebels at this point. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Luke and I just talked about this earlier too. <laughs> I, um, in our secret meeting that you weren't invited yeah, to. Yeah, this right. is ridiculous. Business At least call meeting. me, guys. Jesus. <laughs> um, I am going through Rebels. I still haven't finished season two. Yeah. Um, I actually watched an episode of it right before yep. podcasting. Yep. Um, but I'm super into it. But I was telling Luke earlier, I was like, I'm never going to be able to get through Clone Wars before it starts. Tough. So Luke told me watch certain parts of season five and then pick up when the new season comes out. Okay. We're going to watch some, 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 what are we getting to some Mandalorian stuff or just, or is there even any much of me? I don't even remember season five. Yeah. I think, I I think you want to see the stuff from Mandalore in season five. Okay. Because we're going to get some more Mandalore in the new season, as far as I understand. And then you want to see, uh, the sort of Ahsoka episodes from that season as well. Yep. I think yep. I think that's going to play heavy in in the new season. So that's what I would recommend if you have to just sort of pare it down to what will get you uh, ready for the new season without too much uh, extra. I would go with those. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We were watching. Oh yeah, Rebels. Rebels. It's and unfortunate you're getting all these spoilers. I am, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Ahsoka talked about leaving the... Leaving the order. It was on my terms. I know. I just shook my head. I was like, damn it. Like, you're, so much is getting spoiled. <laughs> yeah, Michael was like, wow, spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bad. It's too bad. That's what happens when you're trying to catch up on stuff. But, I mean, only a, a little over a month, I think, until the Clone Wars comm- comes out. So that's going to be... I hope we do a week-by-week release. That I think that's so exciting, and we'll obviously talk about it here. Um, but we're going to continue the comic books. We, we got the, the main... Um, the main Star Wars line coming out at the beginning of February, I think. The next issue, is that what we yeah, saw? February 12th. We may have missed an issue, actually. There may be a new issue out that we need to read. 
Um, we'll catch up on that for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, but um, Holly, your your book club is happening, right? Yeah, actually, uh, there was a lot of conversation about book club today. Good. Um, Luke was talking about it. Paige was talking about it. Ashley texted me today. Let's go. Um, so I personally have not started the book yet. Wow. I said I was going to start it tonight. Wow. You know when you're running a book club, you got to read the you book. You do. Right? I had to finish my book for my other book club first. Uh, it'll take you a day. Yeah, no big deal. You'll read it fast. But yeah, so Phasma, yeah. I'm at 0%. But Luke said he's like 100 pages in. That's what I'm talking about. Luke's a fast reader. You guys okay. are both fast. <laughs> um. So uh, that's very exciting on the Patreon. That's happening. Did we get a date yet? Yeah, February 8th. February 8th, folks. Get into the Patreon. Mm -hmm. um, join that book club. These guys are sweaty readers. They remember all the details, unlike myself, just coming in, you know, really hitting some high points casually. Um, but these guys are going to get in deep with it. I'm just going to engineer the thing, right? That's cool. If you ask me a question, maybe I can offer yeah. some some comments, but I'm engineering that thing. Um, we won't be in the new studio by that time, mm -mm. but the next book club will be in the new studio. Yeah, but we are going to have some people in-house for yeah. this one. This, so they say. We'll need to figure out so the technicalities of that. Say. <laughs> oh, we've got enough microphones. That's for sure. That's for oh, sure. that's true. And then we have the headset. Oh, yeah, girl. We got microphones mm -hmm. galore in studio. So we are good there. Um, so that's exciting. Um, Holly and I also have a conversation ready to record. Uh, a little discussion on John Boyega I want to have. Um, uh -huh. and, and his uh, his Twitter rants. Um, if you're interested there, um, we'll be posting just our thoughts uh, on 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 John Boyega and, and what he's been talking Maybe about. Maybe we got to get Luke's thoughts. I would be interested to hear what Luke has to say about John Boyega um, mm -hmm. as well. Um, so expect something about that on, on the Patreon. Um, I, that may be a little old news, but I'll tell you right now, I'm still shocked at everything that went down. Um, I think that yeah. I like read through his tweets yeah. like for an hour. Yeah. And I was just like looking at all of his replies to people. And I was yeah. like, are you? kidding me yeah save it for the conversation okay. save anyway it for the conversation. needs to calm down well, yeah um so lots of cool stuff happening there i want to thank our patreon supporters again you guys are amazing um it's extremely humbling that you're willing to go out and support us like that yeah um, also thank yeah. you to everyone who's still leaving us um reviews Let's go. and rating us on the apple podcast come app on. um we've had a couple new reviews come in that have Let's been go. really awesome and really great to read so thank you Let's i know go. jory just left one that was really sweet so you're man, thank jory. you jory you're the man um, and yeah, we've been out of the game for, I'm going to tell you right now, guys, my body is failing me. Um, and now that I know Holly's sick, I'll probably get the flu as well, um, which is great, but it's just been, you know, cuff, uh, cuff, tuple, tuple, peaks, uh, tough couple weeks, uh, here in flying casual, you know, a lot, a lot of changes coming. Um, so just had a lot on the plate. So we apologize for things being delayed. Apologize for being a little out of it tonight. Totally feel a little out of it. Um, so I can feel the sickness coming. We're off schedule. We're off schedule. Um, so we'll be back on schedule soon. I expect we'll record an episode this weekend. Um, hopefully we have some good things to talk about. If not, we're just going to casually talk about Star Wars because that's what we do. Um, so, you know, check us out on Patreon for some of that exclusive content. Get on that Facebook group. Um, really want to thank those guys uh, keeping things going. I've been out of it for a while, um, but I mean, Brent's putting out some great polls, just really good conversation going on in there. 
Um, so thanks for all those guys just keeping that conversation going. Um, so check us out there. Yeah, send a voicemail, send an email, send a pigeon, a raven, whatever it is that is your preferred method of communication. Maybe a purgle. A who? A purgle. Look it up. I have no idea what a purgle is, folks. Send an email. Let me know. Sounds like a Harry Potter thing. Peace. <laughs>